You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. This is your Welcome America Presents Chasing the Saturdays, episode seven. <laughs> In our ongoing mission to translate British pop culture for America, we're celebrating the 10-year anniversary of the e-reality show that follows British-Irish girl group, The Saturdays, as they try to crack America. I should just rewrite that line sometime, shouldn't I? <laughs> like episode 10, I'll do it. <laughs> In this episode, we're still on UK soil with an injury... An actual serious storyline and a christening that I didn't see coming. No, I know where that christening <laughs> came. I am Ben. I am Fraser. Fraser Light Razor. And this is Chasing the Saturdays. Woo! So, hashtag, keep calm and sats on. Oof. That's such a, well, just like a mid-season hashtag <laughs> that means nothing. Also, I, I wonder how many items of a keep calm and carry on nature the girls have owned between them collectively. <laughs> I'm going to say five. I, I think enough to fill a landfill. <laughs> and I don't think it's all, all distributed evenly. I think some people have got more than others. I think Molly might like it. I was about to say, this, this reeks of Molly. She loves a bit of... She's like, oh, it's you know fun and, fun and British, isn't it? Yeah. So we got a previously on. Yeah. Previously on, I've just written, depression, Ben's torn ligaments, and to be continued. Yeah, this is quite a rough, a rough previously on. There's not a lot of fun. Um, but I am glad that... They're still handling Frankie's mental health issues tastefully. Yeah. That's, that's something that made me happy. Okay, scene one. Well, we're back from the... So let's let's not let anyone forget, we had a cliffhanger last episode. A to-be-continued. Una didn't know she's going to go back to America with the girls. So, I don't know about you, but in a to-be-continued, you should pick up exactly where you left off and continue it, right? So I was expecting to be zoomed and crashed back through that lead cross-hatched window back into their living room. <laughs> it's fine. We, we, we zoom crash through that evening curtains drawn lead cross-hatched window twice in this episode. Know, so. but isn't it, isn't it completely strange to do it to be continued and to then not continue it? No, I was thinking it was more of a season to, to be continued. Well, <laughs> I think you're, you're giving them a little bit of grace with that one. So where are we going to go? Well, I, you've stopped labeling your scenes, but this one I've <laughs> described as tea on a terrace. <laughs> now, I don't know if you've seen the art department recently, but have they got any fake ivy? We really need to <laughs> let's just cover a terrace with fake ivy and pretend we're at an afternoon tea, shall we? Yeah. Rochelle's in her business glasses. <laughs> I feel like as, as we've discovered with the nuanced filmmaking of this show, they love to crash into a scene halfway through it happening. And this one... The gals are really giving it some sats energy. Una says, do you know what, though? It is good to be back. It's nice to sleep in your own bed, isn't it? It's nice to, <laughs> nice to sleep in your own bed and get a bit of rest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Nice to have a cup of tea, too. It's it's like, oh, yeah, nice different. to have a cup of tea. Yeah. Oh, you know, especially with that food. It's nice to have your food and your cup of tea. It's like, all right, girls, you've been gone for like a week. <laughs> Relax. I've described their outfits here as glamorous office workers on a break or out for lunch. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it almost could be 
a group of gals that work in an office and it's someone's birthday they're not going they're not doing a full out out thing this is more like a oh why don't we on friday because it's sandra's birthday we'll all just take her out and do an afternoon tea yeah like, we'll finish early we'll at finish three early. yeah exactly and we'll go to afternoon tea for sandra <laughs> exactly on that actually there's that good one on the terrace with the ivy <laughs> with the ivy <laughs> so una announces that ben is out for three months three months he won't be able to play for she says, I've just written this quote here. I'm a devoted wife and my... Let me say it again. I've written this exact quote here. I'm a devoted wife and my husband is very injured. So what do I do? Very injured. How's, how's a husband Ben Foden? He's very, very injured. injured. <laughs> Not just injured. Very injured. And th- that's it. They get served oh, some tea and we yeah. just... <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't make full use of, I would like a... You know, like a tears. cake, a cake stand. Yeah. yeah, there was no sound. We didn't see any. There was. I bet that was all there, but it all, you know, hit the cutting room floor because everything else was too dynamic. And, you know, like Vanessa taking a bite of a cucumber sandwich and being like, "Ah, oh, cucumber in a sandwich, gross." <laughs> there really is magic in this city, isn't there? There's magic <laughs> on this terrace. Feels like Sandra's afternoon tea. Gonna have some scones and some champagne, but only one glass because it's included in the price. Yeah. Oh, that included in the price champagne is not going to be good. (laughs) Okay, I should have done this right at the top. This is a strange time to do this, but I was a little late arriving to yours this evening. Yeah, what's up? I stopped to get, I'm going to use a UK definition and then do US. I stopped to get some some petrol at the petrol station or (laughs) gas at the gas station. There was... I'm 99.9% sure that a famous person was filling up their car oh, okay. in front of me. Are we going to play a guessing We're game? We're going to play a guessing okay, game. Okay, fine. I'm going to take a sip of water. <laughs> okay. Female. No. Non-binary. No. Man. Yes. Oh. Would I be attracted to this man? Uh, <laughs> maybe back in the day. Oh. Actor. <laughs> yes. TV or film? Film. Film. <laughs> Do I like their films? I mean, uh, I feel like you've maybe only seen him in one film. And I actually think we just talked about this and you said you didn't actually like the film. You and me have talked about this film very, very recently. Minority Report? (laughs) No. I'll give you a clue. Uh, (laughs) The movie we were talking about is, we talked about how I went to see it recently. Titanic. (laughs) Billy Zane. Yes. I think I saw Billy Zane at the Chevron at the end of your street. I took this creeper picture and then I've got a um, a picture. So this is the side profile. Oh, that's Billy Zane. That's one. Hang on. 100%. Look, at, look at the front. That's Billy Zane, right? Oh, that's 100% Billy Zane. <laughs> yeah. And then I had to verify. So I found this picture and he's wearing the same glasses. Yeah, that's, so that's, that's what Billy Zane looks like now. So Billy Zane drives a Dodge pickup and drives it and fills it up in your neighborhood. That's interesting. He looks good. It's pretty soon I'll be coming home, home, home. Throw that potato in the metal bin. <laughs> 30 days and us. That's the song that's playing as yeah. we are rattling around London. And we are going to Factory London. And that's a sign that says Factory London Gym Fitness Dance. And I've just written here it's a shit sign. It is. It's confusing. And this is a, a rare moment of diegetic music as in playing over the scene and in playing in the scene that we land in oh yeah diegetic, diegetic, and, non- music. diegetic and non-diegetic Just trying to use my film studies degree yeah, at some point I hear you. <laughs> so the gals are rehearsing and they've got <laughs> i've written here jenny the choreographer with fierce pencil thin eyebrows now when i say fierce i don't mean fierce yeah. i mean 
fierce. Yeah. <laughs> Never not looking angry. Yeah. He's a little scared of Jenny. Yeah. He's a little frightened of Jenny. They're they're limping around the room to to thirty days, and Jenny shouts, "Bring the sex, Una." <laughs> what are they using as microphones? What are they using in microphones? Like iPhone 3s and Blackberries. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like a bottle of Impulse. No, it was all very much uh, yeah, early kind of 2000s. Oh, I just spat at you. Uh, Mid-2000s phone technology they were using Got as their, their microphones. Uh, I said that the sound quality coming through the speakers was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> really blown out. <laughs> really hard to hear. The crisp uh, you know, production of 30 days. I love when, when she says, okay, girls, big finish. And they just are really limp, like, boo, with their fingers. <laughs> and then Jenny, you just see her, she sort of does like a sort of shrug, kind of like, I guess, <laughs> like reacting to them. She says, your spacing, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and we get a quite a wild kind of set of, of things where she's basically just telling Una that she's not doing it right. But that's, Una can't get into her groove. She can't. Mm. In fact, they're going to have to take a break. And I don't know if you did notice, but... The e-ticker? Star Wars is coming back with the full original cast for Star Wars 7. I did see that, but I also saw that Kelly Osborne has been hospital- yes. hospitalized after fainting on E's Fashion Police. Oh, and Justin Bieber collapsed on stage. That was also wow. part, of the, part of the e-ticker. I'll go. That was all happening while Una was sitting on a metal... A metal staircase at the back of London Jib Factory dance studio space. Who? Some random guy she's talking to. Adam from the label. He's the, the fool that tried to submit their uh, album pictures to the embassy. Oh, from episode <laughs> one. God, episode one for us was, what, seven weeks ago? <laughs> yes. I don't remember that far back. <laughs> A lot's changed in our lives. I've seen Billy Zane. You've seen I Billy stood Zane. stood in silence next to Billy Zane filling up our cars. We saw... Um, What's his face? Uh, Billy Eichner. Billy Eichner. Oh my God. Uh, Next is Billy Piper. We'll see all the Billies. <gasps> the most important. <laughs> Are there any other Billies? There aren't. Billy Crystal. Bill, yeah. Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish. <laughs> she's, a, she's a neighbor. Oh, she, she, lives, she, lives in Highland, she lives in Highland Park. Oh my God. <laughs> right. There's a, a weird shot of her showing, uh, of Una showing uh, Adam from the label shots of Baby Girlie for Belle on her phone. And he was actually like, oh, okay. Hmm. <laughs> Hope he's not going to be doing her passport pictures. <laughs> oh no, she must already have one. She's got it. She's, got it. she's, she's already got, it. got one. Okay, let's get in a people carrier. <laughs> Does it, a little misleading here where it makes it look like we're going to Buckingham Palace. <laughs> they really, <laughs> well, they really, they really almost ended up there. Like we zoomed around London. We spent a long time lingering on Buckingham Palace. We're not going there. We're going to a calendar signing <laughs> in HMV. Yeah, an HMV in some kind of shopping complex outside mm. of London, I think. Tell you who's not going. Molly. That horse fly came back again. <laughs> <laughs> Revenge <laughs> of the horse fly. Oh no. <laughs> The other leg got bitten by the horse fly. Hop along, Molly. <laughs> Una says, Josh, really, I'm really looking forward to seeing the fans. And the girls go, yeah, we've been out of the country for a while. It'd be nice to see everyone. It's like, what's happening? Pop, popping around to Sue's house for a cup of tea. Like, what's going on? <laughs> the core group of 12 Sats fans. Vanessa's hair. I'm concerned about it again. She's had. She's gone to some. She's gone to some salon in in Essex, and I'm concerned. Is it, is it big? It's very. It's very cowardly lion. There's <laughs> just a lot happening. <laughs> right. So they they go to the signing. They sit behind some 
tables that have just been sort of pulled from the canteen, it looks like. Yeah. And uh, they, they meet lots of friends. There's a lot of like, ah, oh, you all right? Yeah, good to see you. <laughs> they try and make it quite dynamic with all fired up playing as they arrive. I love that. Do you like, they, they zoomed on that one, that one girl. She just goes, I love the third <laughs> Yeah, and then there's a lot of, oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, I like your phone case. Rochelle goes, oh, it's cold out there, right, isn't it? And then she goes, at least there's a lot of nice shops around here you can go and look at. <laughs> oh, I like your phone case. I was like, girls. <laughs> I then just wrote in all caps, so many Frankie haircuts. Yeah. Oh, nice nails. That was one of them, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't think they were going to address it. And then yeah, I they, know. Had, they had to have Frankie say, Oh, there's a lot of people that look like me. There was, I think there was like 15 people that had her hair cut. Yeah, I didn't realize it was such a thing. Yeah, well, she, as we discussed, of all those short haircuts of the time, she actually is the one that pulled it off the best. Yeah, she won. Like, she should she should go back to that. I think it really suits her. I just wrote here, I'd be pissed at not getting Molly's signature. Imagine lining up, <laughs> getting four of them in your 2013 calendar. Yeah, that's really, every time I looked at that, I'd... I'd be like, Molly. Oh, which reminds me. So in 1998, Mm. it's just reminded me, haven't thought about it since then, (laughs) when I met the Spice Girls at their tour, at their concert in Glasgow. So we got backstage things and we all sat around these trestle tables and they came around and signed our programs. So my friend (laughs) will remain nameless. She got signatures for herself, but also for her sister. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately... It was either Mel B or Victoria. I think it was Victoria. She didn't get Victoria's signature. So after the show in the car park, we did a fake Victoria signature. Oh, oh, that's why they're they're nameless because yes, there's any way they can work backwards from this. Uh (laughs) Uh, This, this dynamic scene of meeting the fans ends with uh, Rochelle's voice trailing off into the wind. She goes, bye Chelsea. Nice to meet you. (laughs) This little girl just walks up. It was just like, hi, Chelsea. Nice to meet you. All fired up. I feel alive. (laughs) Me on your radar. It's like, girls. There's magic in this HMV. Molly's at home with the sick horse fly. Get the signature with Frankie's haircut. We love the Saturdays. Bye, Chelsea. Nice to meet you. Oh, right. Frankie's going to run because yeah. she is going to Glamour. She's Glamour magazine. Stomp to Glamour to the tune of Ego in a fun lime green pant and a lime green scarf. And some precarious platforms. That scarf, yeah. you know what it is. It's Alexander McQueen. It's an Alexander McQueen skull scarf. I think it's like a remixed one, I would say. Well, well, do you know what? She's consistent and she looks good. She's there. She has gone to meet Joe Elvin at Glamour Magazine. I've written here that Joe Elvin, someone that I, I'm definitely aware of, yep. and she scares me. Yes. I I actually wrote, yeah, she's quite a UK TV staple. Mm-hmm. She's been on a lot of shows. She's, she's often like a talking head on something to do with fashion or like media. Media. She's always on them. She uh, always hosts the Glamour Woman of the Year Awards. I've, oh. I've, the ones that I used to work on uh, when I was a chaperone. Did you work in those? Yeah, I you, I've that. told you this. Do you remember? I, I've definitely told you this. I, I used to work on Glamour Women of the Year Awards and the GQ Man of the Year Awards. And I would, because my friend was the booker for it. And I, and I worked with her in TV. So she would always just, every time she did the awards, I just did a chaperone job where I would get assigned celebrities that I had to walk from their car to their table. Okay. And they were all ones that won awards. I have told you because because I met Cheryl, remember? 
and I shook her hand, and it was like a tiny little bird, oh, yes. a little bird wing, <laughs> a cold little bird <laughs> wing, really, like an ice cold little bird wing. And she was really nice, but she was. Uh, yes, I'm. I agree with you. I'm a little scared of her as well. She's 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 got a very uh, kind of classic magazine editor. I'm scared of her. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Frankie's also nervous, you can tell. Yeah. Um, just a quick background check on Joe Elvin. She left Glamour magazine in 2017. She went to work at a newspaper magazine. You're like one of the one of the pullouts. Right. And then she now heads up a cancer charity. Oh, good. Yeah. Lovely. I'm a little scared of her hair and her earrings in this meeting as well. Uh uh-huh, absolutely. <laughs> what is going on in this meeting? Where are we? What's going on? So Frankie did a story for Glamour magazine uh, talking, it's kind of the first time she's done a public thing talking about mental health, her mental health struggles. And I think even though this scene is set up for the show and it's for a magazine, all this kind of stuff, Joe Elvin's like quite earnest and quite serious where she said the impact of Frankie talking about her depression is like been like unbelievable, like the feedback that they've got and so much so that a charity has reached out and wants her to be the ambassador, a charity called Mind. And that they want her to be on the cover of Glamour again, talking about the fact she's now an ambassador for this charity. So this felt like engineered for the show, but also incredibly positive. And mm. it felt like she really was actually, it was very touching, I thought. And then at the end of the scene, there's some real reality show editing where you hear Frankie speak, but not on camera saying, oh, I'm really not sure. And then it's just shots of the two of them just looking at each other and just slowly <laughs> nodding in silence. Uh, there's a, there's some real editing snafus on this episode oh. I've, I've recorded i've recorded one to play for you later. is it the vanessa one later it's unbelievable it's, it's amazing one. that vanessa one it's i mean we'll get to it when we get to it um i mean i also think we need to just take a second to really lead up to what what the next scene oh. and how it starts oh. i actually oh couldn't believe that i i laughed out loud and basically <laughs> praised to jesus <laughs> So this next scene, which I've called Una and Ben's gaff. So How we, does it begin? So we're, it's, it's dark outside. We're outside a house. We can see some lead cross-hatching pane windows. We zoom in and we hear the, the dulcet tones of Una on the acoustic. And she's singing an acoustic version of Ego for baby Eva Bell and Ben. <laughs> it couldn't have been more perfect. When this, I, 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 in my head, when I was watching this, I was like, this is the scene of the season. One billion percent. I, I, I want this like, I want this projected like at my funeral. Like it's so just gorgeous. Good. Now uh, she's doing it. She's singing and playing the guitar to baby girl Aoife Bell. And then she says to baby girl Aoife Bell, oh, you're doing the dance moves already. Next you'll be singing. But first we've got to get you christened. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? 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 Uh, what? Talk me through Baby Girl Aoife Bell's very punk hairstyle in this scene. No, it's very Pebbles. <laughs> it is very Pebbles. Pebbles, bam, bam. She's got little, uh, her hair. She, I mean, she's I mean, she's young. She's probably not had a haircut no. yet. So she's got her hair in like bunches. But they like, stick right up. Yeah, they stick right up. <laughs> like little antennae. Yeah. It's very cute. So then this christening storyline, which really comes out of nowhere. Although that line I just read, mm. that wasn't cobbled together. That was a real line. Yeah. Yeah. But it was so strange. <laughs> They clearly just were like, you've got to reference the christening now. And she was like, oh, do you want me to sing Eagle? <laughs> <laughs> so she says it's hard planning for a christening right now, particularly when you've never talked about it before this scene. Yeah. But she needs to do the christening, but then she needs to go back to LA. But as they say in Hollywood, the show must go on. She says that. I'm like, what? what? Yeah. What's happening? And then baby girl Aoife Bell starts crying because she's not allowed to touch the guitar. And I was That's like, right. oh, she's going to be... 
I can't wait for her acoustic album. <laughs> so they discuss what Baby Girl Aoife Bell's going to wear at the christening yeah. address in a bonnet. Bonnet. Uh-huh. Really good word to say in an her accent. She's going to wear a little bonnet. Little bonnet. Bonnet. Now, I noticed in the scene that Ben is wearing one of those rubber charity bracelets. <laughs> I tried to pause it to look at what it was, but I couldn't make it out. What color was it? I think it was blue and yellow. Okay, so we're so at this point we were we were deep into the like confusing off brand. We weren't just in the Livestrong. Livestrong was the first one, the yellow one, wasn't it? And then well, there was a white one that came straight after. Wasn't there was the white one for the tsunami? Yes. I just remember I remember that really technically to look cool it was really only the yellow and the white ones right i think so and then once it all started getting a bit jumbled and confused it was like oh i'm not really that into this mm. i definitely oh. got one of them oh I yeah got a white one all i know is that they were definitely over by 2013 <laughs> that was not happening in 2013 what a strange slice of time that was with those rubber charity wristbands God, i think how many of those there are just floating around in the ocean right <laughs> yeah, now they should they need to start one to clean it up yeah <laughs> it will be made of all the previous ones recycled <laughs> Okay, so we are going to, we see a sign that says John Henry's. Didn't understand what that meant. No, I wrote John Henry's question mark. And then we have one of the least nuanced pieces of editing, of kind of audio editing of Vanessa announcing what they're doing. I'm just going to play it for you. We have really big shows coming up in America. So we're back in London. David, our longtime vocal coach, is going to help us start getting ready for our performances. Okay, so you got... I would say uh, nearly every word from that was taken from a different soundbite. Yeah. That was, we, we joke about that a lot, but that was, that was bad. <laughs> it was, it was so jarring because the first time I heard it, I, I remarked. Yeah, I heard it straight away, especially yeah. the David. It was, and we've been seeing David. <laughs> like she's definitely, that's from her talking about David Beckham or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> stars in their eyes. <laughs> so... They're really in what I've described here as off-duty looks. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never seen them look more off-duty <laughs> yeah, than this. So they're with their vocal coach. Who is that vocal coach? Is that David? Yes. It's do David. You rec- do you recognize him? Uh, Fame Academy? Yeah, he's the I knew I recognized husband him. and wife team, David and Cary Grant. My favorite oh. thing that she's called Cary Grant and she's got that red, that red kind of bob. Mm. <laughs> Flicked out bob. They're like the nappy tabs of the UK. The What? Nappy tabs? That sounds... They are that husband and wife duo who work... Tabitha, what is, what's her face? They're like the, the choreographing duo. Oh, yes, I know who you mean. Yeah. Okay, fine. But yeah, they're the they're husband and wife vocal, vocal coach team to the stars. Yeah. And they were on a wonderful show in the early 2000s called Fame Academy, which was <laughs> about nurturing singer-songwriters and making them famous. It was meant to be like a... More legit. Antithesis to, to Pop Idol, wasn't it? Mm. It was like, yeah, they're going to actually write their own songs. David Snedden. David Snedden, Scottish. Stop Living the Lie, his song. Yeah. And uh, what was the guy that... Uh, the one that Charlie loved. Uh, you remember... Lamar? No, the other Scottish guy. And he was like really edgy and he like rolled around in a room and wore like a little top. I don't remember him. Oh, you do know who I... Uh, yeah. It's going to drive me crazy. I'll, I'll... But wait, was Lamar from that show? Have I made that yes, up? No, was. Lamar was from that show. Alex Parks. Alex Parks? Yeah. Lesbian? <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow, what a show. Fame Academy. What a shit name for a show. It's like... Terrible. Fame Elementary. The background music in this scene was also incredibly jarring because it went from synthy post-early Gaga library music, <laughs> like, do, 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 into the instrumental of issues, but <laughs> crashed into it. 
And then Molly says, David's one of the best vocal coaches out there. And he got us to where we are vocally. Okay. (laughs) So they then sing it. David's feedback for them is, now, do it like you've sung together before. Yeah, meow. I know. David. Yeah. I did like that it started with, you can only describe it as Vanessa belting out her bit, where she's like, there's a part of me I won't let you go. I keep saying yes and again. And I can't fault her vocals. Vanessa's always good. Yeah. I liked also noted here that uh, Molly, as they're standing around doing her, their harmony, she's wearing a lovely white romper and she's got her hands in her little pockets of her romper. <laughs> she's just doing this, like that kind of slow, like backwards and forwards like, to the beat of issues. I was like, Molly, she's just got a lovely style. Do you remember? Crisp. Do you remember her solo single? Uh, yes. I just keep coming back to you. Oh, yes. I like that. Yeah. Actually, let me just find it right yeah, now. Play it. I want to hear it. Why do I keep coming back to you? 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 The backing of her song sounds a little bit like Robert Miles' Children. Like a, like a slow down yeah. version. So this scene in general, I've just written, this is a made up scene to show they can sing. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Also, shout out to the iPod dock in the background. <laughs> well, I know where we need to head to next and we need to have a great scene <laughs> where we go to a shop with the most ludicrous name I've ever read in my entire life. Ale Lee. No. <laughs> What? No, no, no. It's so much worse than what you just said. Ale Lee. A baby. A... I don't think it is. A baby. I, I don't think it is because I googled the shop. And you found it? Yeah, it's a children's clothing store in Southgate. And it's Lala Lee? Ah, uh, uh, Ale Lee. I literally thought it said a baby. A baby. Doesn't it look like a bee? <laughs> 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 what a what? funny name for a shop. A baby. A baby. Well, all I know it. Well, like, well, like, what's that baby? Mamonta baby. No, wait a minute. What, what am I thinking of? That shop. What's that shop? <laughs> You're thinking of Jomon Mamon baby. Oh, thank you. Merci bien. So this shop is in Southgate, closed in 2014. Ah, damn. <laughs> well, they seem to be just selling uh, christening dresses for kids, which is very odd. This was a. This was an odd scene. Because, I don't know, there's something, I'm a little confused about christenings in general because I didn't have one and have never been to one, I oh, don't think. Oh, so you're going to burn in hell? Yeah. And you know my brother has been christened, so I know literally this have, a, have a, yeah, you know the story. My brother went to private school, I went to public school. Yep, yep, yep. He's going to go to heaven, I'm going to go to hell. Yeah, but, but that doesn't mean entry to private school doesn't involve, uh, are they christened? No, I'm just telling you the, the inadequacies of me and my brother and our lives. They're two separate things. Mm. Private school christened, state school, hell. <laughs> state school, <laughs> hell. Uh, what so, is going on here? So at this point, Una says, Una says a line that's like, um, uh, the christening is going to be a s- special day. So I think it's special if if baby girl, if Bell's uh, wearing something special for a, sp- a special day. It's like, what? This has really been cobbled together last minute, hasn't it? Yeah. And good on Vanessa for yet again doing 
the Lord's work here, literally, of accompanying Una to do something really boring. So boring. She drove to LAX with Una back in when they're in LA, and now she's gone with her to look at christening gowns. I know. Yeah, bonnet. Yeah, white dress. Oh, with a bonnet. And oh, she's gonna wear the uh, yeah in the bonnet. Yeah, they put her, that chat. They put Eva Bell, baby girl Eva Bell, in a fur coat, which I enjoyed. Yeah, it said that she looked like J Lo. <laughs> yeah, and I basically just wrote Una just keeps saying bonnet. <laughs> she said bonnet a thousand times. This scene was awful. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you where, what can really lift us up with, with a, a dynamic energy and a dynamic twosome. <laughs> and what's that? Who's that? It's uh, Frankie and her sister Tor doing lunch. What could Tor possibly be short for? I think I need Frankie to explain it to me. What, what is it? Tor, short for Victoria. Oh, thanks, Frankie. Thought it was short for Tori, Amos. I don't know. <laughs> I wrote here that Frankie's sister sounds exactly like her. Yeah. So the two of them talking to each other is just the same pitch and tone and <laughs> yes. everything. Has it been hot over there? Yeah, it's, it's been, been really hot. hot. Oh, great. Well, I can, I can lay out and work on my tan. Yeah. Oh, but I'll be, I'll be working. Oh, you'll be so brown. <laughs> yeah, so Tora's going to come to LA. and then, wait. But she doesn't sit like that. She, she she's talking and then she goes, oh my God, I'm so excited. She's like an excited whisper. <laughs> we need to talk about some language. Oh, God. Homely and homey. Yes. So apparently when Frankie went over to the States... She asked that her apartment be homely, yeah. and they didn't know what that... Americans apparently thought that meant old? Yeah, homely is an insult here. Like, you say, oh, someone looks very homely. It means it's like an insult, especially, like, quite feminine, like, derived of, like, a, a woman looking old. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So apparently, Americans say homey. I would just say cozy. Yeah. And then there's an incredibly problematic thing where they both go, ha, homey, and do a hand gesture. I was like, uh-oh. Frank's tour. Frankenstein. Yeah. Tory. Come on, friend. Come on, friend. <laughs> Come on, baby. Jojo, my mom, baby. <laughs> right. And then Frankie says this great line. So, you know, uh, you know, Joe Alvin, the editor of Glamour? <laughs> like, I do know Joe Alvin, the editor of Glamour. <laughs> is she as scary in person as she is on TV? Yeah. So she explains the, the, the situation and Tor's basically encouraging her to kind of go ahead with it. I got a little bored and I, I just said, Frankie's hair and makeup looks great in this scene. Oh, yeah. I she's thought... incredibly disrespectful when she's talking about mental health. I thought her hair looked very rich. Yeah, very nice. And, you know, I did write Tor's hair and makeup has seen better days. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it's just hard when you're competing with how shiny and kind of glossy and uh, wonderful Frankie looked. You know? Yeah. Let's nip to the, the mind offices, the offices of the mental health charity. I googled them. I think we're in Camden. Yeah. That feels right. Yeah. It's like Hamden energy. Camden, I mean, that office has been there for, what, 30 years? Yeah. Just having an anxiety-based charity <laughs> in Camden is not great. Because as, as, you know, someone with extreme anxiety, Camden is one of the places I never want to go in London because it causes me extreme anxiety. Someone tried to start a fight with me in Pret once in Camden. I'm, I'm absolutely not surprised. Everyone is completely on the edge there. Why is that? Because... It's too busy. It's too small. It's too narrow. It's too isn't narrow, it? and the tube station is filled with people who can't use it properly, and everyone is angry. Mostly, I noted that I think that this girl Felicity—they are sitting in front of the coat rack. Did you see that? There was just all coats hanging up behind her. Yeah, it's like the mind coat rack area, and they're sitting on those chairs, which are very. I, I, oh, they've got those loose covers on them. <laughs> it's really hard to describe, yeah. but they're, they're just very like two thousand and one or something. Yes. But this is a nice scene that, that basically she's talking to this girl, Felicity, who is someone who has 
works with the who basically has reached out to the mind charity for help and is now like someone who talks about how the charity helped her so it's not just it wasn't just someone from the charity like talking to Frankie it was like someone who's actually experienced the help and they clearly like teamed her up because she was young and female and kind of as she pointed out it's nice for her to see someone like herself you know who's going through it so it was this is a nice scene and at one point Frankie's dis- discussing her depression and she says, you just feel like you're drowning and no one notices. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It's, it's really tough. Yeah. I'm really glad. I, I, I keep saying this, but just to give it a bit of seriousness, that they are dealing with this very thoughtfully, especially for the time. I agree. It's, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of uh, shocking, actually. Let's zoom through a different set of crosshatch windows. This is a triple crosshatch window. <laughs> Don't know if you saw that. I didn't, but we did We did zoom past the number 73 bus. Oh, did we? We did. Where does that go? Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, it sounds familiar, but I don't think I ever used to get the 73. Mm. <laughs> I can't really remember what my buses were anymore. It's kind of all gone. So where do we... This is the, the Heart Takes Over song. Uh, my Heart Takes Over instrumental is what kind of crashes us into Uno and Ben's kitchen. Uh, Una is helping Ben limp through the kitchen, I've written, and she says, I'll make the tea, you rest your foot. And he calls her mum. Disgusting. Thanks, mum. <laughs> I've written here, they've upgraded their cups. Yeah. They <laughs> now seem to have Emma Bridge water cups, you know, the ones that've got like the writing yes, on them. that say coffee at the top yeah, of them. Yeah, chunky. A chunky coffee mug that says coffee. Yeah. yeah. What was the, what was, she had the Easter egg one last time. She had the Smarties, the, she had the Smarties, Smarties cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is when I got really annoyed in my notes and I said, how are we still in the same fucking scene that we were from the to be continued? Yeah. But they're doing it to us almost at the end of the next episode. But it's a different, it's the same scene, but a different scene. Yes, completely. Same, same script, different cast. No, yeah. same script, same cast. <laughs> same crosshatched windows. <laughs> and the, and a, that very specific British big plastic thing of milk on the side. Did you see that kind of skinny, but very tall and very heavy plastic oh, yeah. thing of semi-skimmed milk? Where, where, the, <laughs> where the spout on the top is actually quite hard to pour out. You have to do it sideways sometimes, not long ways. Do you know what I mean? Because it is so heavy that it... Oh, like, is it like a really big one? The, yeah, she had like, a, oh, yeah, like yeah. six pints. Yes. Six pints of milk oh, in so one hard. Jug. That's a two-hand job. Is it two-hand 100% job. a two-hand job. And you can only be buying that kind of thing if you're having cereal, because otherwise that's going to go off. You need more than one person oh, in one got, house having cereal. Oh, you've got a baby. Oh, you've got a baby. Yeah, that's that's a family-sized milk. No one, no one living alone is having a six-pinter... Of semi skimmed, <laughs> so she says, "What, what are we gonna do with you when I'm away?" Yeah, and then she says, "Maybe I should tell them I can't go back." Oh God! We then have a break, <sighs> and then Ben. So they did a to be continued of the to be continued, continued of the to be continued, and then Ben says, "You're not going to. You can't. It's too important. Get out there and do your thing. I'll yeah. be fine." Supportive, he is, but it's also a bit like, "I'll be fine." Yeah. Again, I will note Ben is hot. Damn it, I wrote in my notes, and then I finished off saying mm, they don't really have a lot of chemistry, do they? I did note in another scene <laughs> his hands are really sexy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so she's <laughs> suggesting that he does his rehab in LA, and then they talk about having a sponge bath. Now, when you've got a foot injury, what is a kind of nine-hour flight recommended? I guess it depends if it's in a cast or not. And I guess it, I guess it depends on if you're in like first and you can put your leg up. I think he's in a boot because in that christening scene, which we're about to go to, he fucking just walks in. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. So let's get to it. The christening. 
I will say Adelie's best fleet of cars <laughs> have been summoned. And every time Ben is walking, he just walks in. Also, this appears to be an evening christening. I wrote, it's a nighttime <laughs> christening? They don't exist, right? I've not really been to many, but do you, do you have many Catholic friends? Well, have you been to christenings? Well, they don't happen at night. I feel like they're always a daytime affair. And the baby's going to be asleep. And, and aren't they, aren't a lot of them, like people have multiple children that get christened at the same time. Rather than one dedicated event, depending on how kind of bougie oh, you yeah. are. Yeah, my friend's family did have a triple christening. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we get introduced to the person I've dubbed as the most Irish man on the planet. Oh my God, Father John. Right there, Father John. Is he real? I wrote. <laughs> he did an amazing, I will say, I said this is actually a note to Alan, the physio from last episode. This is how you do a cameo in a, in a TV show. <laughs> he's literally doing like a stand-up set. He literally, he's standing there and he's like, oh, look, there's little baby girl Eva Bell. She's surrounded by the Saturdays and oh, summer JLS. It's like, Father, Father John, you go for it. But he doesn't say the Saturdays. He says the, the sats. sats. Yeah. Father John really got the, got the memo. So Una announces that, well, he's the uh, priest that married them as well, isn't he? Yes. <laughs> so... I've sh- shots of cranberry lays. Did you see them? Oh, I s- did I send you that picture. <laughs> no. Oh, I took a picture of them. I've written it looks like a very cold venue, and I also got confused. So, is they're having the christening and the food and the party all in the one room? Yes, it looked that way, yeah. it, and it looked like there was, you know, a collapsible font to do the christening in. Not, it didn't feel like a permanent church structure. You know, the font that they dipped the baby oh, in. Oh, was it? I, I don't I don't really know, but I didn't I felt like we weren't in a church. And okay. I felt like the font was definitely That font wasn't plumbed. It definitely <laughs> wasn't plumbed. It was it was definitely portable. But I don't know Father Johnny flies with his old font. Mm, brings it. <laughs> and then did you see the the cake? Yes, and there's like a strange little fondant baby on yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> but like I could feel Anne's sticky fingers all over that one. So I, I although I didn't see Anne anywhere. No. There's a shot of it must be Ben's mum holding the baby, right. but no Anne anywhere. But yeah, there's there's glasses of champagne. Champagne I have noted very much in catering champagne flutes. You yeah. know the chunky ones? Yes. That can definitely go in the wash. <laughs> yeah. They can be jostled around in like a in a box kind exactly. of thing. <laughs> That's not gonna smash. There's really bad lighting. Everything just looks very flat. Yeah. Flat and kind of yellowish. Which is weird because it looks like a lovely space there. Yeah. In. It's definitely you you just said it right. It's definitely a space. <laughs> I've written here that all the sats look so happy and pleased for Una. Yeah. Just nice gals, aren't they? Uh, uh, Marv and Roche, we have a little scene with a little scene with them where he kind of says, "Oh, you know, it's nice to see it. I, yeah, I just wish it was us." And they both just go, "Yeah, yeah it will be. Again, Don't you worry." Reach through that screen and be like, "You're gonna have three gorgeous children. Everything's gonna be fine." <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Frankie and Molly they grab a a, a chunky champagne flute of OJ, and uh, <laughs> Molly says, "So how were things at Mind? <laughs> I was Mind." <laughs> That is the mental health charity. <laughs> and then Frankie's, yeah, she said, Frankie's come a long way and I'm really proud of her. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I then wrote all caps. Is it a buffet inside a church? It's definitely a buffet. Yeah. Finger food. Finger food. Because there's a moment where they're going, oh, I think it's all gone. Um, yeah. And that's like, do you help yourself to a creme brulee? That feels like a dish that should be put down in front of you, not I think so. Just <laughs> grab your own creme brulee. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but they did come in those little dishes. I know, it just it's to me as a something like creme brulee, it just doesn't feel like it should just be put out. <laughs> no, I think it's a cold venue. <laughs> it's not going to go off. Chilly enough. <laughs> so that was the christening. 
<laughs> that was it. Uh, do you know what? Ben is going to go to LA with Una, baby girl Isabel, yeah. and the gals. So it says, Daddy's coming to LA. And I said, this was the damn cliffhanger. Mm. And then Vanessa just announces she feels refreshed and ready to go back to LA. Great. <laughs> they, they then do a cheers, but Vanessa, she doesn't have anything to cheers with. She said, oh, I've actually already finished my drink. And then they're like, cheers. One drink. Felt like the venue was, because I'm not going to overanalyze this too much, but in Ben's speech, I heard him say, thanks for, thanks for coming all the way over here. I was like, over where? And mm. I didn't think he meant from Ireland. I think he meant to like whatever part of London they lived in. Twickenham, deep Twickenham. Mm. And that's what I'm thinking. I mean, <laughs> I would go if the Addy Lee turned up. <laughs> Which depends. If you live in if you live in Southwest London, Twickenham's just a hop and a skip. But if you're in North London, like Molly clearly is, that's a long journey. She's but Molly's supportive friend. She's gonna have to use the M25, use the maybe, orbital. Maybe. <laughs> maybe she drove and that's why she's having the glass of orange juice. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. She's trying to drive herself back around the M25. Yeah. Back around the orbital. <laughs> And my final note was, that was shit. (laughs) (laughs) We get a coming up next time. I've written Anne's back. Yeah. So Anne goes to LA. Yeah. Uh, There's a storyline about Una and Ben needing some alone time. So the others babysit baby girl Aoife Bell. Looks shit. Uh, Halloween. (laughs) Halloween outfits. And there's just a shot of of uh, a tease of Vanessa's tootsies in yeah. some heels. And you see her, you hear her say, I'm the freakiest little bitch you've ever seen. Oh, thank God for Vanessa. Yeah. We need, Vanessa, we need you. <laughs> Come on, be freakier. <laughs> we need an injection of Vanessa in this next episode. Because we've also got, we've also got Frankie and Tor getting matching tattoos. Do you think, where do we think they're going to go? Because they've already done somewhere already on Sunset. That, they've already been to that place on um, Melrose, remember, in the last, is oh. it Melrose they went to? Oh, to get the piercings. To get the piercings. <laughs> well, they've really upped the ante for this season. They better not go to Venice. I'll be furious if they get those tattoos in Venice. So that was the episode. I actually didn't come up with a hashtag for this one, but maybe I'll do one off the top of my head. Creme brulee? <laughs> <laughs> I think that out of everything we discussed in this episode, that's the most important thing. That creme brulee. That's, I'm a, a slightly shit wedding mm-hmm. and I've been given, I have a bite and I'm like, I don't really want this. Finish it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta you gotta keep your strength up. Oh, uh, right. How are we gonna rate this episode? <laughs> Just to recap, we've done we've rated uh what we do is we rate things uh, out of five. Instead of five stars, it's five somethings, and they are the men that are named in the song Gentlemen in the Gentleman Rap. So far we've done Larry King's, Cullen Lutz's, Denzel Washington's, Robert Patterson's, Obama's, and Lamar Odom's. Today we're gonna be doing out of five, how many ludicrous is out of five is this episode whoa i'm gonna say four despite the fact that my final note of this episode was this was shit i'm gonna give this one four ludicrouses also i yeah. felt like we got that i think una playing the guitar to baby girl oh. bell is enough to it was almost five star if i hadn't had to endure going to the christening shop going to the christening I'm and the, everything else that happened i, I forgot i'm gonna up it to 4.5 because not only did we get una singing eagle to baby girl Aoife bell we got many shots of that cross-hatched window. Okay, do you know what? You've twisted my arm. 4.5 ludicrous is out of this five. one. So this is our highest rating episode of yeah. the season. Episode yeah. seven. Wow, we're just going up and up. Yeah. I think we're going to hit that elusive... Up, <laughs> up. I think we're going to hit that elusive five by episode 10. No. I don't think so. No. I'm already very nervous about the, se- the season finale of this one. Yeah. Considering what we did last time. What? Fajitas at Frankie's. Fajitas and Frankie's conservatory. <laughs> but that was a five-star episode. That really was. 
Those Sainsbury's bags. I can't. That <laughs> the, apple, the apple crumble. The apple crumble. <laughs> Please oh go back God. and listen to Please. our recap of of uh, the Saturdays 24-7. Yeah, even if you listen to just the final episode <laughs> where they have that Mexican meal in Frankie's conservatory, Ben and I talked for like 10 hours about it. Every detail. I, I, when we update the next You're Welcome America theme tune, I do want to put in Molly saying, Tex-Mex. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So thank you for listening. Oh. You get an episode of this every week on our regular You're Welcome America every other week. Please rate and review us. Thank you for listening. And you're welcome. Bye. You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table.